Ladies and gentlemen, let's get Good evening, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Raps on TV. You're here with the, with the panel fly from London. We've got a packed show this evening. We're going to be discussing the Eubank versus Quinlan uh, undercard that was on ITV pay-per-view. Obviously, the defeat, the defeat to David Price. We're going to be talking about the Andrew Selby fight. Very impressive. Our guy Chris Congo was there. Kid Galahad and all the other performances on the night and also news of the week from Brooke versus Spence, Joseph Parker Fury, Lomachenko Sosa. I mean, it's been a busy week, guys. I'm going to hand over to my panel on the right. Gary, do you want to say hello? Uh, happy to be here, guys. I want to say hello to you guys. I haven't seen you all week. We've been talking, but there's just been no faces on the other end of the line. So we finally, we're back together. The gang's back, back together. We're talking the game that we love. Um, lots has been happening. So let's get it on. Yeah, just want to say thanks. Thank you once again to all the listeners and all the guys participating in the show, all the guys that have been active on our Facebook and Twitter, uh, keeping the show going. Uh, we've got a big one today. We've got we've got Ronald Winky Wright, you know, the last undisputed 154 pound champion of the world. You know, so he's going to be live on the show from 8 p.m. and uh, make sure you guys call in uh, to ask any kind of question, any questions you got. Yep, perfect, guys. So. Busy weekend, um, Eubank, versus, Eubank Jr. versus Quinlan. Uh, ITV's first, or first for in a while, into boxing and it was on a pay-per-view. Guys, first question, did you buy it? And if you did, what did you make of the fight? And the night of boxing, Gary? I had to buy it. Yeah. Because, um, you know, as we said before, you know, we, we, want, we want boxing on the terrestrial channels. Mm. You know, you want it on your terrestrial channel. You want an option to Sky. Sky do a great package. Mm. Matchroom do a great package. But we want an option. And um, ITV, hopefully, is that vehicle. Judging by the other night, it was live. A lot of people loved it. I know a lot of people that went. They said it was great. Great atmosphere. Great undercard. Mm-hmm. And um, the main event was what we expected. Yeah, and what you would have hoped for, really, if you're ITV, yeah. what you hope for. and if if and if you're and if you're the common boxing fan as well, you know this guy's got, you know, because of what his dad's done, mm-hmm. you know, in his career, he's he's a, he's a created an opportunity for his young son to um, push on, move into world class. Although, uh, when I use that word, I'm not too sure. I mean, the I, the IBO title was a lightly regarded title. Yeah. But let's talk about the performance first. Yeah. The performance was what we expected against an mm. opponent like Quinlan. I watched a lot of Quinlan, and I never envisioned mm. um, Eubank having the trouble, having any trouble with him. What it did illustrate to me once again, what I said last week: he is a world class athlete. There's yeah. his athleticism is mm. amazing. It really is, and the fact that he, how he can go up the gears. Um, I still question whether he can punch with any sort of respectability mm. at super middleweight, definitely, <coughs> because he's not really displayed it at middleweight either. I mean, do you think, um, Gary, someone with world-class punching power mm-hmm. would have got rid of Quillen a lot quicker? No doubt. 
Yeah. No doubt in my mind. So what does that say? I mean, just following on from what you're saying about Eubank's power, what does that say about his power as, then? Well, as I said, you got to remember, his dad was a stiff puncher, um, but wasn't a knockout artist. And I think Junior's going to be the same way, but with a better engine than his dad. And in many ways, it's bizarre. I mean, as much as we say, oh, much as I say, oh, is he really world class? Is he not? I mean, the, the jury's out, you know, yeah. because he's... You know, as we said, with Billy Joe Saunders being his only one world-class opponent who he lost to, he's not boxed anybody approaching that class again. Mm. I mean, do you think he's lacking in fundamentals? Is he open to getting hit? Mm. I mean, that's, that's, you know, that's my main question because um, there's so many... There's things that he does well, like he jabs well. He jabs <coughs> well, he jabs quite quickly, but... He's only doing it against this level of opponent. Will that jab, until we see it against world-class opponents, mm. will that quick jab work? Yeah. Will the quick lead left hooks work? Mm. Like, you know, you, you put on a show. Yeah. And if you didn't know boxing, you said, right, let's go on ITV and watch what this Eubank Jr. Oh, his dad was a good fight. Then many boxes that he ticks, he, yeah. he ticks a lot I of boxes. We're in the business. I'm in the business of being. I can't be a fan like mm. the rest of the guys. Yeah. I can't be a fan. I have to be an analyst. Mm. I used to be a fan, and I still love the game. Mm. But I can't be a pack follower. Mm. I've got a. You know, someone asks me what my honest assessment. I'm going to give my honest assessment, and there's there's still questions to be asked. But what exciting questions to be asked? Because yeah. he has got the it factor. Yeah, he and, has got that. And I would say, um, just kind of echoing what you're saying, I felt. It was an okay performance. Mm. I think on the event, it was great for ITV. I think they couldn't have really asked for... Could have got something better, but I think on mm. the whole, it was average um, in terms of, you look, you know, you're looking at, what, maybe £2 per fight? You know, if you took all the fights that happened, I think it's not so bad. Mm -hmm. So it's a good night of boxing. Eubanks' performance, I felt it would have been a lot more impressive, stating the obvious, if he had taken, got rid of Quinlan. I think Quinlan mm. stayed in there. The ref, obviously, it was a stoppage. But mm. like you said, the power is going to be a really interesting in terms of how he's going to compete at super middleweight. Mm. Does he beat some of the guys in that division? The top guys, the current champions, you've got to it's, say, is he ready? I yeah. don't think so. Mm. I think he needs to kind of get used to that weight and then imp and impress us a lot more. It's a massive jump up. Listen, yeah. Anthony Joshua's got a hard fight at heavyweight, a mm. massive jump up. The problem is there isn't enough that isn't for Anthony, unfortunately. Although his career is developing, there isn't that gulf of opponent where you can judge him against a higher level without it being a Klitschko, without mm. it being a Hay, without it being a Fury, without yes. it being a Wilder. Yeah. But... This kid, with Dubent Junior, there's lots of... This is man's average weight. Yeah. So these there's lots of good opponents, solid opponents that he could have... I mean, as I've said before, I would love to have seen him in there against Willie Monroe Jr. I'd love to have seen him in Daniel Jacobs. Daniel Jacobs, Daniel which Jacobs, he turned down. Mandatory yeah, yeah, Dave, yeah, you know, um, David Lemieux. You know, these are fights, you know, um, Endam, the French boy, the yeah. French Cameroonian boy. These That's are fights it. that yep. are going to tell us really yeah. what he's about because we only found out a little bit about what he's about when he fought Billy Joe yeah. and he come on. He come on late yeah, in the yeah. fight. That's something I was going to ask, ask you, Gary. I mean, mm. just what I was going to quickly say, following from what uh, Kodjo just said, I mean, for me, it's, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a £10... Ten pounds, you know, people spend that in a pub, right? You know, mm. it's like, you know, taking out the Eubank fight. I mean, there's quality fights on the undercard. Yeah. You know, Andrew Selby, uh, you had uh, Kid Galahad, you had um, uh, Congo. Chris, Chris Congo you know, was in the show, great performance. Besides that, they had a top punditry team as well. They had mm. Lennox Lewis. Andre you know, they Ward. had Andre Ward. 
you know, I thought the production... McKenzie doesn't get a lot of credit. I, thought I was going to say McKenzie yeah. in there as yeah, well. I, forgot, yeah. I was thinking about it, but I forgot him. I, thought, I need to chuck him in there as well. Yeah. He's a, you know, he's a, he's a, he's a, he's a, he's a top, top champion as well, exactly. you know. Um, yeah, and the pro- I thought the production was really good as well. I mean, yeah, I, oh, yeah, I, mean, I like the production, honest, okay, I mean, a lot fair, of people, Maybe I'm being critical, but yeah. it wasn't as smooth as I would have expected it for ITV I being feel, a big... Know, powerhouse but yeah. they are just getting into it so I'm not judging them uh, too uh, harshly uh, but I it mean, wasn't as, it wasn't uh, that great I mean if you I mean if you compare it like you know why I think Matchroom has been so successful mm. right and you know I mean Eddie Hearn said this in his podcast last week as well mm-hmm. right is um, uh, he basically said look what you know why we've become so successful um, is because we've created a night out, yeah. right? They've made it into an you know people get yeah. dressed up, yeah. you know, it's yeah. razzmatazz. People yeah. love that kind of stuff, yeah. Everyone as well, yeah. Mm. You know what I mean? Like you go to the O2, yeah, from the ringside right up to, to the, the top. top. Yeah. Everybody's dressed up. You know yes. they're not staying at the boxing afterwards. Yeah, yeah. They're going out. But I mean, must admit, some of them girls are so legless, yeah. they just need to be going to their hotel rooms. Yeah. Yeah. Some girls out there just That's they need plan. to control their yeah. drink consumption. Yeah, and just following on from that, right? You know, you've got Box Nation production. I think they've still been that dark. Yeah. Whereas if you look mm. at his production at Alexandra Palace, right? Mm. Or what was it? What was it? <coughs> Olympia, 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 Olympia. Yeah. 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 I mean, I thought it was nice. The production mm. was decent. People mm. were still dressed out. You had a lot of, you know, in quote, speech marks, celebrities there as yeah. well, you know. Mm. So overall, I thought it was a good production, you know. Mm. Uh, I enjoyed it for yeah. taking it off. It was worth it. So yeah. in terms of uh, Eubank, what next? Who would you like to see him next, fight next? Well, he's got to make a decision. I mean, this whole jumping down between... I mean... <sighs> Will he make middleweight and be strong? As I said, if he's if we're talking mm. middleweight and being strong, there's lots of options. Mm. You know, we've I've named them already. Endam, Endam, sorry, Groves, George Groves, Groves? At super middle. Yeah, oh, but he's back at middleweight. Okay, to go back yeah, down. To, okay, yeah, going so, back yeah, down. Yeah, yeah. So we're talking. Obviously, you got Billy Joe. I'd yeah. be really interested in seeing him fighting yeah, Billy yeah. Joe again. Could that he right the wrongs? You would know, you, I mean, would you say Billy Joe is world class? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes, yes. He beat a world-class world champion to beat, to win the title. Yeah, Andy Lee was a good performance. Yeah, I mean, he knocked know? him down twice. That was yeah, a really good performance. Yeah. Um, um, I won't lie, there's a little bit of... Uh, I'm kind of grimacing my face purely because of the last performance. Mm. I think we need to see him go on. I think yeah. he's definitely got the potential to be... I mm. think he's in a. He's on the fringes. Um, he's a top fighter. I like he's, watching yeah, Big Joe's That's, a, that's a very... I think yeah. that's very accurate. But he's he on needs... The, on the fringe. On, that's yeah, what yeah, I was going to describe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, but as I said, you know what... The, the, the game is, how can I say it? He's got a world ranking. He's mm. a world champion. 100%, yeah. You know? On so that he field. Is, yeah, on paper, yeah. he's world class. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So was Quinlan. Yeah? So was Quinlan. <coughs> yeah. and, and, but, we, but I get what Gary's saying, but I think mm. for me, I think it's not hard for him to be world class <clears throat> in terms of yeah. if he just goes and takes the fights that we want to see and yeah. performs. His last performance, I think everybody, and mm. he would admit, was poor. And that's he's not had, what you would want from a champion. A very, you've got to remember, he's had a very long, long career. Mm. And it takes exceptional human being to have a long career. You've got to remember, he's been fighting since probably about eight years old. Mm. It takes an exceptional human being to still keep pushing on yeah. and not to underestimate any opponent. And you could see he wasn't keyed up for it. Yeah. Whereas when he fought you back now, you remember yeah. the Twitter pictures yeah. and everything, there how was, great was, he looked. Go, that was the appetite. best condition I ever saw him. Still faded, but then I'm not surprised because Eubank was coming on. But, yeah. So know. guys, um, we had uh, 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 another guy on the show, David Price. Mm. Um, there's been a lot of criticism, a lot of people being laughing at what's, what's been yeah. A lot of people are quite upset what's happened. What do you think, Kojo? So, um, okay, 
I watched the fight. Performance-wise, impressive, no. Um, disappointing, yes. Um, from the Olympic days, I've always thought David Price could be that big guy. You know, he had mm. just the the basic tick tick list. But when you watch him, you realise he technically, I don't think he's got the the, the skill to make it at the top level. Um, it was disappointing to see him lose to such an opponent because where does he go from here? Mm. Um, I think the abuse is wrong purely because I just think you know. We're, as like Gary said, analysts, fans, you know, I think I'm, I'm straight in the middle. I'm a fan and, and becoming an analyst. Um, but I feel I always respect people that go out there and put their heart out to create a living. And I think, you know, not to be too sub story for it, but, you know, I think it's just a shame for him because mm-hmm. he's he's probably tried. He worked, he's moved working with Dave Coldwell. I just don't know what's going wrong when he gets in the ring. Is it possible that he just gets stage fright? I don't Gary, know. Gary, what do you think? Uh He's got to get in shape for one. He mm. was, I mean, not, there's so many things that went wrong in that fight, apart from what, you know, what happened in the ring. Mm. He looked. When I, tur- I turned to tell you, I popped out of the room. They said, "Oh, David Price will be on." Walked back in the room, and I was like, "What the f has he done to his body? Mm. What is going on here? Why is he looking so fat and out of shape?" Should Coldwell take some responsibility for that? I think your coach has to. I think your coach has to. You know, I mean, you, you've taken a fight. Me personally, I ain't letting no one railroad me or my fighter into a fight. If my fighter ain't been living the life, he's not taking a fight. Step back. I know other good coaches that have done that. Um, yeah, I think Dave. I think there's going to be a fair amount of criticism because that's what we do as coaches. Dave's had great days and he'll have great days again. But for this one, he's going to have to take some of the flack. I mean, my, 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 I mean, I, I probably agree with what you're saying. I mean, he definitely looked overweight. Mm. I mean, he was gassing really early oh, in the fight. He gassed you know. as, as much as early as the second round. You know, and he was, uh, he's, you know, he's, if you've got a feel for the guy, you mm. know, he's still an Olympic bronze medalist. Yeah, mm. he's, a, he's an Olympic bronze medalist. Um, you know, he's won the British heavyweight mm. title, mm. you know, and... Um, uh, one interesting point I picked up is uh, I was listening to Spencer Fearon mm. and uh, he was saying that because he was there he was at Olympia yeah yeah Spencer and mm. said it was a great show yeah and you know he, he <coughs> like, bumped into Coldwell as he was walking up to the mm. ring and he gave him a hug and he said mm. the guy just looked nervous you know Coldwell just looked really nervous mm. and there was this nervous energy about both of them so yeah but that's what happens when you know your fighter is not in the shape that he should be mm. it, listen you listen I'm a coach I've worked with you know, you know who I've worked with, I've been in the corner with them. Mate, even when they're in a hundred and ten percent shape, mm. you're still nervous. Yeah, yeah. For them to not be in any shape at all, then you're thinking, Oh my gosh. And then you don't know. I mean, some guys like Billy Joe now, Billy Joe, I can imagine when he was warming up and everything, Jimmy Tibbs and them lots of thought, well, same old same old Billy. He mm. does this inspiring, he weighs thirty and a half stone mm. inspiring. Still does the business, still outboxes everybody. Mm. So they know what they're going to get yeah. against that opponent that night, which mm. wasn't the most dangerous opponent. But with David, because there's so many things that go on in David's head, I've, I've, I've trained, I've worked with David, and he can be so indecisive and, and, and just not have the belief that he needs to have that. I truly believe if he had that belief, then we're talking about a different fight. But as I said, the history books don't say if. Yeah. History books don't say should have. They don't say would have. They don't say could have. Mm-hmm. You know, just like he gave up as well. You know, you yeah, know, because but as, just this, what, this is the point I was trying to make. The reason why Dave looked so nervous because he knew his boy couldn't do twelve rounds if the other guy fancied it. But you saying that, like, I mean, again, you know, the, the reports that were coming out, he was sparring twelve rounds easily. 
Anyone can listen when you've got sparring partners that you've personally chosen and that you can control, <clears> you know, it's different. What I really admired about Adam Booth is that David's sparring partners, David Hayes' sparring partners, were always world class. Mm. Mate, he had Deontay Wilder for the Fury fight. Mm. Who the hell does that? Mm. Yeah? So They're make, both banging each other in sparring. The right, the right yes, level to get Spartan them mentality. Yeah, you know, Sp- not every sparring partner's like that, but a fair few of them are like mm. that. Do you think he needs to call I, it a day now, Davy Price? Do I, I think he needs to call it a day? I can't tell a man to do that. Yeah, I mean, can't I, tell I, think, I haven't got that right, and I've been there, and I've had people say to me, "Gary, it's time to quit," and it's not a nice thing to hear. Um, what I would say is that it's going to be very, very difficult. He's going to have to have so much more resiliency of character. This is the. This is not a physical thing, and I, you know, people that say, "Oh, well, he's not that good," he is good. I've had him on the pads. I know what he's. I know what he's got mm. in the tank. I know what he's got mentally. I know what he believes he can do, just on fight night and in preparation. Fight night and preparation are closely linked. Are closely linked. You got to prepare. That's why they call it fight night because you're mm. in a fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this ain't no amateur business. This is why Audley could make it to the top level mm. because he insisted on taking the style that won him, won him the Olympics into the pro arena and it doesn't always work. Mm. Very rarely does it work. I mean, how hard is it going to be for him to like uh, get a broadcaster or a promoter to back him now? Yeah, that's it. Well, he's got to get that's somebody to believe though, it. it. The only thing they can do, mm. have a rematch. Yeah. have to pay a bit more money. Hamer's Hamer's saying, yeah, all right, give me some more money. Let's do this. He's got the whole Tony Thompson thing. He fucked up. Yeah, well, well, he did that with Tony Thompson, but this is, you know, this is, (coughs) I mean, so let's fake, what, it was a good fight. Mm, He's a good puncher. If you don't know boxing, that was a good puncher. Don't get me wrong, he was swinging for the houses, wasn't he? Especially after the knockdown. But you know why he was doing that? Because he knew he wasn't damn well fit. Mm. He knew he wasn't fit. And I've been there in the amateurs. I know when, oh my God, I wish I prepared harder. Let me just try and knock this man out quick. (laughs) And it don't work. You know, yeah. so guys, we had Andrew Selby. So I think mm. you say we've been fortunate. So guys, listeners, um, listeners, you know, we've had Selby last week, Congo the last week before, both been on ITV. Gary, what do you think about the performance of uh, Selby and Congo? Um, Selby, um, as usual, just a level. Mm. You know what? That boy's not boxing a level far off his brother. You know. Mm. Impressive, right? He's not boxing a level far off his brother, honestly. I mean, he is putting together a, a row of yeah. wins that Tony Borg must feel confident now that he's <coughs> maybe three fights away from fighting a world title. That's how highly I rate him, you know, a European title at the very least. He's just, he's great. He he's yeah. really is great. You know, and I mean, it's um, so impressive to watch oh, him mate, as well. He's, he's such a silky box. I mean, for again, whatever for the other fella tried, and the other guy was a good, solid tried, yeah, pro. He was a hard worker, you know, yeah. Good worker. Oh, yeah, I mean, the guy fought for a world title. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. World title, and this you know? guy, Selby, didn't look, lose a round. I was, was going to say, made him look average. Round, made it look average. Made yeah. him look average. It looked like sparring. Yeah, you know, it looked like sparring. You know, so. I mean, that I can't wait to see him. both of them on a, on a, on a car together, mm. Lee and Andrew fighting mm. yeah. on a car together. That'll be a good, exciting yeah. night mm. boxing because their styles together is just. Yeah. Um, and Chris Congo first round knockout. Yeah, yeah. No, what, I'm what not against say? anyone special. Yeah. But doing what he had to do, Chris Congo. As I said, I've watched him in the amateurs. Um, I had the fortune of him coming over to spar with Georgie Keane when mm. I used to work with Georgie Keane, yeah. and he's class. I was there when yeah. he lost narrowly to. Um, Oh, the Fisher boy Ted 
Is it Sweetman? No, it's not Sweetman. He's in his amateurs. Yeah, in the right? amateurs. amateurs. He lost yeah. a really good... Um, the kid is with Matchroom now, the welterweight. Unbeaten, 4-0. Ted... Cheeseman? Oh, Ted Cheeseman. Ted Cheeseman. Oh, Cheeseman? my God, what's the matter with me? <laughs> Are you working but, too um, hard? Yeah, girl? yeah, long day. <coughs> and, um, oh, they had a humdinger in yeah. the ABAs. Yeah? Uh, ha. It was a okay. really, really class okay, that's fight. That's one, one for everybody to look out yeah, for. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I forgot to say that to him when he was here. I said, that's the fight that... I can tell that you'll be looking forward to yeah. it. You, it's a great. It's got a great story behind it. Mm. You know, both um, one was ex Fisher, mm. um, Congo. He left, went to the Lynn. The other one stayed at Fisher. They've gone their separate ways. They are both on the Team GB, but yeah. obviously not getting the elite status. But they're getting picked time mm. and time again. Then they fight. Chris loses a narrow one. Yeah. And now he's probably out for revenge. Ted Do I dare boy. say James DeGale, George Groves all yeah, over? Yeah, all over again. Because <laughs> they're both fighting quite well. Yeah. You never know how early that fight yeah, can come back. So. Yeah, 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 definitely. It would be impressive. Well, Cheeseman stopped um, Lloyd Ellett yeah. in what, a couple of rounds. I think it did him in a round, actually. Yeah, wasn't that on the O'Hara Davis? He fought, Cheeseman fought on the yeah, O'Hara Davis yeah, on yeah, the card as well last year. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so I'm happy for Chris. You know, they're working hard over that size. Him and Isaac, they're doing really well. Yeah, I'll probably just uh, reiterate what Gary was just going to say here. You know, we love the Selbies. You know, we're big mm. fans of the Selbies. Yeah, we are. Have been for a long, long time. Mm. So we're really, really glad, you know, that you won in a comprehensive style. You've done mm. it only in his eight fight. So, you know, we, we, we I think yeah, we he's accruing some titles already. Yeah, you know, you know and obviously the international title will give him a high world ranking. And as we said, when we sat here, you know, there was nothing surly in his in his in his belief for. Mm. It, was, it was arrogant, but you have to have that arrogance. Yeah. Like Tony sort of smirked at him. I yeah. love Tony here. Tony yeah. was fantastic. Tony's a great guy. You know, and um, he smirked at him. He said, "Yeah, he's an arrogant little thing. You don't know what he's like." But you know, in my head, I was thinking, "Yeah, you got a right but to you be. Got you to have be. to be in this game. You have, you have to, to be." be. You're yeah. a, listen. Let me tell you something. You're the elite. It's when they talk about um, no disrespect to all of them and basketballers and that, mm. and they're elite athletes. They're elite athletes only because they can perform With within people. a team yeah. and put something in a hoop. These fighters are just another level of elite because once that bell goes, you know, as I say, what you like under the lights. Many men are good at sparring, which goes back to the price thing. Handling these sparring partners, da 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 da. All of a sudden, fight night. What you like under the lights, yeah. you know? And these Selby boys, they perform. Yeah, they did, they did. So I see we've got a couple of callers on the line. Um, so the format today, today is we're going to go out to the lines. Uh, then we will be expecting Winky in the next seven minutes. So I'm going to come out to 918. 918. Hello. Hello. Hi, it's Karina. How you doing? How you doing, Karina? Karina, do you just like wait by the phone? <laughs> that's what we like. That's, that's Love what we that. like. Love that. So, so Karina, we're... Um, like listen to all your discussion. I've been reviews and things like that. So. Thank you, Karina. No, we appreciate that. We appreciate yeah. the support, Karina. So, is a question or can statement? Can I ask Winky a question then? Will I be able to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, so what you can do if you if you if you want to wait, um, Winky's going to be on, like I said, in this six six minutes or so. So you yeah, can wait and yeah. then pose him your question. So I'll go. I'll put you on mute again, Karina, and we'll go out to the lines. But I'll come back to you when he's on. All right. So we're going to go out to nine phone uh, number ending in nine hundred nine zero zero. The floor is yours, 900. Hello? Hello? Hi. Hi, Shaw speaking. How are you? Hi, Sh- Sean, did you say? Shaw. Shaw. How you doing, Shaw? You all right? Doing, first time caller? First time calling in the show? Sorry? It's first time calling? Yeah. I spoke to Gary. He told me to give you guys a call. Perfect, perfect, oh, perfect. Hi, <laughs> my boy, Shaw. <laughs> you all right, boy? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Um, 
I haven't really listened to all of what you guys are saying. I just got on now. But um, I watched the um, Eubank fight the other day, and um, he won, but I wasn't too impressed with mm-hmm. his um, fight. Um, like, he was throwing a lot of... Um, like, I just want to get your opinion. Um, he was throwing a lot of, like, wild swinging punches, and he was missing. And when he was missing, he was off balance. He wasn't poised to punch. Like, you know, how my trainer, Gary, taught me to. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and no, folks, I didn't get him to ring in. <laughs> and um, his defence as well wasn't really that good. He was getting caught with a lot of punches. Mm-hmm. But my fingers had, like, you know, he's calling out James Gay or... Um, Golovkin, Andre had that Ward. been them in the ring, mm, yeah. yeah, had that been them in the ring, you know, if he's not on balance to punch, if his defence is not up to mm. standard, how is he going to beat these guys? He, I don't think he would. Well, I think you've so, nailed it on the head, mate. He won't. Yeah. He won't beat them yeah. guys. Simple as, you know, <laughs> they will, they will just, they, he'll, he'll get schooled. On, on that performance, it was an okay performance. If mm. you don't know boxing, you turned on ITV and you watched it, there were certain exciting things that he did. There were certain good shots that he threw, a couple of body shots that he threw. There's lots that he did well, but also, as I said, it comes down to the fundamentals. Some of the fundamental things <coughs> that you cannot... The number one thing that you cannot do in boxing is lose your balance. Mm. The number two thing yeah. you can't do in boxing is get hit a lot. He did both, but against a very light-punching opponent. Mm. Okay, and But I'll say this about Eubank. He has got a great chin, because I've seen him whacked in sparring. I've seen Grovesy nail him in sparring. And he's taking it. So, you know, but as I said, you, you're talking about the elite there. You mentioned elite <laughs> opponents. I always say this. I really like Chris Eubank Jr., but the best thing Senior ever did was mess up negotiations between him and Golovkin mm. because he would have got hurt. Yeah. Yeah? So thanks, Sharp. Sorry to cut you. We've got another uh, caller right. in. But stay on the line. Um, make sure you're listening. We've got Winky Wright coming up soon. So we're going to go out to another caller. 985. 985, the floor is yours. Hello? Okay. I'm doing good evening, Not too bad, not too bad. Hi, can you... Hey, how you doing? Who's calling? Sounds like Daniel Appiah. Daniel. Daniel, your phone is a bit... The reception's bad again. Is it bad? Yeah. Are you next to a radio or something, Dan? Yeah, we can't... Yeah. All right, so I'll tell you what, Dan, if you can sort it out and then call back um, and we'll come back to you. Cheers. Thank, thank you very much. So, guys, um, quick one um, before we have the, the, the man of the hour. Uh, just talking about news of the week. Um, uh, in my mind, big, big news. Book for suspense. We've had a bit of statements coming out from the matchroom area what, what's your thoughts on that you know well i'm glad it's happening you know um you know brooks been chasing khan for a while and i, and I thought look you know you've you, you know you've been living off the mandatory argument for a long 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 time mm. every time there was uh, you know uh, people criticizing why are you fighting joe jordan why are you think this busy it's my mandatory yeah this guy comes back he's been waiting for a long time to fight to yep. get to mandatory position i thought it was a bit of a piss take to be I honest agree. you know like just to push the guy to one side you know and it really mm-hmm. feeds into that argument UK guys are keeping belts hostage. hostage. You know, it's simple, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm glad it's happened. I'm, you know, uh, they should have sorted it out earlier, but they've got a week's extension now, and apparently on the 14th of this month, mm. they have to reach agreement. If yeah. not, it's going to go to Perspids. So next week, on Valentine's Day, yeah. we're going to get a lot of love. <laughs> I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, Gary, yeah. Yeah, you look excited for that? You want, so excited. You want that fight to get made? So excited, because, you know, um, Kel's a really, really good fighter. 
Spence is a really, really good fighter. Mm. Um, and we just got to see this fight again. And it's a, the welterweight division always deserves... Every division deserves a great fight, but the mm. world away historically, yeah. you know, going back to Ray Robinson, going back to Jake Lamont, yeah, Jake Lamont. Well, Lamont yeah, is a middleweight. I'm talking. Did they fight? When, did they, they fought. They fought. They yeah, fought middleweight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But okay, okay. Um, going back to those days, going back to Ray Leonard, of which I've watched. Um, can you believe it? I watched him against Thomas Hearns on Sunday. I found a version on YouTube, mm. right, which I've never ever seen before. It was like a pre-fight build-up. And then the post-fight build-up, and they were talking to him in between each round. Amazing fight! So you, you're talking this fight. Mm. It doesn't obviously compare to that, course, but it's but. a great trade fight. And yeah. it's like if someone didn't know boxing, say, "Listen, let's watch this fight." How would that fight pan out, Gary? How would it pan out? Yeah, I've, I'm gonna go right now. I'm just gonna go for Brooks' experience. But the only thing that we have to compare, the only thing Brook has looked good the last couple of years but he hasn't looked explosive yeah, Spence has looked explosive exactly. in what's been put in front of him yeah. and he's blown them out he's Bundus don't go over easy Algeries don't go Algeries over easy Algeries don't go over Con, easy Pacquiao. against Bang you know and he's banged <coughs> them out I mean, do you think Brook really has knockout power like I'm bearing mm. my look Busy isn't that he's done it, right? But, yeah. but I he, think the is no, right? Yeah, he hasn't no, really done it with... Is, well, he hasn't fought in world he, class. He fought Paul Dye, he didn't put him got down. Acu- he's got exactly. accumulative power. Hmm. It's yeah. not one punch. But you know what? Ray Leonard didn't have one punch power. Let's give kid credit. He's found a way to win many, many, many times. So how you know, do you... I suppose the question... Ray Leonard's a bit too much, though, man. At least Ray Leonard has proven... Yeah. He's, done, he's gone through his... For me, Brooke... Yeah, I, I he's not proven he's really not proven, though, man. No, no, I mean, he's no, lived no, off no, that portal really fight proven, for years, really and I suppose proven. the question I was asking you, Gary, is like, you know, how do you think the fight will emerge in terms of the two styles clashing? I can't wait because you've got Brooks' experience. You got remember, Brook. What Brook does, what Brook does is very, what does very well is offset what opponents do yeah. very well. And he did that in the Porter fight, did, well, yeah. which you yeah. said he has lived off of it. Wasn't that impressed with him against Frankie Gavin? That was a man against a boy. You know, yeah. Frankie yeah. Gavin has never, ever... One thing that Brooks before. got, he's got world-class strength. Yeah. He's a very, very strong welterweight. So he was always going to manhandle and beat up Frankie. Frankie, there was no... Listen, I, I always say, right... Like 140 as well, right? Yeah, Frankie I always Gavin. say as well, you know, if, if you aren't going to be a banger at world level you better have Mayweather boxing ability. Yeah. And, you know, Frankie hasn't got that. So Kel was able to walk through him. And he did effectively walk him down. He can't do that against Spence. Yeah. Mm. He can't do that against Spence. Not unless he just wants to do a charge of the light brigade and try and take shots. Spence is unerringly accurate. He's unerring. He's wonderfully confident now. His intention is to Serious hurt. Serious power as well. Yeah, I mean, I'll be honest. Is to hurt. I wouldn't be surprised if the fight actually doesn't happen. I, I wouldn't be surprised if Brooke it just wouldn't says surprise me because it up. wouldn't surprise me because um, uh, the number one thing I would say is that he's got he's had a taste of the big money, and mm. if anything comes up that say maybe one fifty four with a less dangerous opponent, say I mean. But then, you know what, right? Even I mean, I, and I'm, big not sure if can, I'm not sure if you can do 147 be that, strong. I think that's the key thing. I think is yeah. he going to be able to go down, still maintain his power, and actually be able to fend off someone like Errol Spence? Yeah. You know what? I think number two at 154, there's a lot of interesting fights that he could 
create and mm. just just to start. I mean, you look at Cotto versus Kirkland's been called off. There's a lot of noise mm. talking about Kel Booker. I'm not saying that's going to happen, but there's a lot of noise around yeah. that. You got Smith. I know he's fighting in April, but there's a lot of guys that he could I think, potentially. I think. I think. Mm. I think now he's right, got options at, at his stage of his career. Wherever he goes, he needs to start fighting world class opponents. If he goes mm. up to 54 and starts the whole business of fighting like people mm. like Smith, you know, I think a lot of fans. I mean, but start Smith to be fed well, up. Smith, Smith no, was a world champion, so Smith you can't. Took yeah. his WBO title. Yeah. Fort Canelo, exactly. Yeah, but it's like, still a, it's still I mean, a battle of two be, world champions. Yeah, yeah but not, I mean, for me, I think you know if he's going to do it, he's going to be moving fighting up, like, fighting people like the Charlo brothers. Yeah, you know, people like I that. Understand that? I, I agree. You but know? then with those types of fights, it's like, wait, do, are they big enough fights to sell in the UK? Mm. Does Kell Brook versus Charlo sell out the O2? I don't think no. so. Kell Brook versus Smith. Mate, Sell yes. that an arena. Demetrius Andrade. Again, Andrade's yeah, well, not Andrade's big going to take care know, of Jack man, Hawkeye. Like, yeah. Andrade's going to yeah, take yeah, care yeah, of Jack Hawkeye. Maybe go far in America. I mean, mm. Kelbrook, big name. I mean, okay, Fair Play's done it for Porter, but that was, obviously, there was a belt at stake. Mm. I think Kelbrook versus Andrade in the US, I don't see where that sells. I know, mm. but we can't just be looking at things in terms of money. Yeah, but that's how the business side needs to get set up. Unfortunately, football, American football, boxing, is run on money. Yep. You know, it's we we're not gonna what we have to truly accept as um, boxing fans and analysts is that the fights that we want to see aren't always gonna happen. Mm. You know, the world and their brother wanted to see Junior Witter versus Ricky Hatton. We never got we never got a sniff of it because their man knew that could be a dangerous fight for yep. Ricky Hatton. So but it didn't happen. Yeah, so, so just because we you know you know money you know Don King had a great saying about fights happen if the money's right. It's mm. not about whether the fights happen. The fights happen if money's yeah. right. And so. I do think, again, with Brooke, even though we know he lost to Triple mm. G, that's a little disclaimer mm. because everybody knows he went up. Mm. I think if he was to lose to uh, Spence, then where does he go? Mm. Yeah. Does he really start challenging Garcia or Thurman? I don't mm. know because then he's, he got he drops in his ranking. So yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if they went up. They just said, you know what, let's go up, have a few fights, test ourselves at that level. Mm. Um, there is a lot of fighters out there potentially even oh in domestically God, some great fights that and then and then see where it goes I, that, I'm just saying I wouldn't be surprised if that happens mm. um, so guys um, the moment that we've been waiting for um, a, a bona fide legend um, a, a a man that fought at middleweight and, and defeated some of the greatest names in the history of boxing ranging from Mosley Trinidad Winky Wright What's up, fellas? What's up, what's up, what's up, what's up? What's up? What's up? <laughs> he just <laughs> got you. off the golf course. He's still there, man. Yeah, he's, he's still, still there, there, I bet. He's still <laughs> 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 Wicked. So, Winky, it's a pleasure to have you on the show. I know all the guys around the table are honoured that you could join us and take a bit of your time out to kind of talk to us about your career in the boxing, obviously what you're doing now. Um, so, Winky, I'm just yeah. going to ask you off the bat, you know, our listeners want to know what got you into boxing? How did you get into the the, 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 the game we love? Man, uh, when I was a little kid growing up in Washington, D.C., I always wanted to box, but, you know, I never really had the time. I was playing football, basketball, baseball, so I never had the time to box. But in my neighborhood, we would box other little neighborhoods, and we would do a lot of body punching and slap boxing and stuff like that. So, you know, I always wanted to box. And watching Sugar Ray Leonard, you know, he was from Maryland, so, you know, that, that, that gave me that inspiration. Perfect, Sugar Ray. Yeah, Winky. Um, how did you get the name Winky? Number one, and number and number two. How did you end up in Florida from DC? Well, my grandfather, he uh, he's from St. Petersburg, Florida. So, you know, he we was living in DC, and then him and my grandmother moved to Florida, and uh, 
you know, I was living with them because my mom young, so I was living with my grandparents. So I, we we moved to Florida, and I, I hated it when I first moved down here. You know, coming from the coming from the city, and then coming down here, it was real slow, like more of a country atmosphere. Yeah. You know what I mean? Very very but, uh, slow. It, 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 it was it, it was the greatest thing that ever happened, man. And then my uh my grandmother gave me that name when I was like a little a baby, like probably eight ten months old. Yeah. It's amazing that you stuck with it, you know. I mean, most guys yeah. they go like, like fearsome Fernando Vargas <laughs> or <Nah>. whatever <laughs> for us. So you nah. stuck with your baby, you have with your grandmother, that's right. that's which right. that's, that's really right. cool, man. That's really cool. Yeah. Listen, yeah. I noticed that your first sixteen fights were in um, Tampa, and, mm -hmm. and on, on a lot of them were at the Hyatt Regency, which I had the honor of boxing at as well. I boxed there with um, yeah. Lloyd Hunnigan, boxed a common opponent of yours, Delfino Marin, on his comeback. After oh, you yeah, got beat, yeah. after you got beaten by Marlon Starlin, so uh -huh. your first sixteen fights in Tampa, with you know, and then after that, you you guys go over to um, you go over to France, <coughs> and you have about twelve fights there with the Akaris brothers. Was that something that um, you all agreed on as a team? Was you still with Dan? Bur Obviously, you were still with Dan then. Yes, is that right? Dan yes, Birmingham, yes. your, I your only great had trainer. One coach. I only had one coach, Dan Birmingham. Wow, amazing! All the way through my career, you know what I mean. But uh, the Europe thing came apart. It came up on me because, you know, in the U.S. at that time, I was 16 and 0 mm -hmm. with like 12 knockouts. I was beating everybody, but I couldn't get the networks to, to work with me. At mm -hmm. that time, I was like a slick boxer then. I was sticking oh. moves, you know, you know, but they was like, well, nobody's not touching you. It's, it's not exciting. And, mm. you know, you just, you know, beating them like that. So I'm like, well, that's what boxing is. It's supposed mm. to be hit and not be hit, right? Yeah, that's right. So. So, you know, and I just kept doing that. So if someone came from Europe, man, you know, I wasn't making that much money here. And then mm. when I went to Europe, they paid me four or five times the amount I was getting over here for, for a six-round, eight, eight-round fight. So I was mm. like, you know what? I'm out. So I went over there, and uh, the Curse Brothers, man, they were good people, man. And the, the whole European, English people, man, they love boxing, man. Yeah, I love man. the European fans. We, I love we the lo English we fans. We loved you. We yeah, loved you. And they love, yes, man. Yes, yeah. I got a lot of love from them. That's really cool. Um, so, when, by the time you went to France, did you adjust your style or did you just keep doing what you were doing that had given you the 16 wins? No, I, uh, I, I, kept, kept, I kept the same style. I was mm -hmm. still sticking. Well, if you see some of my earlier fights in Europe, I was yeah. just a slick yeah. boxer. Yeah. I outboxed yeah. a lot of people. I outclassed them. And that's what it was. They was calling me the master boxer at yeah. that time because in france know? they really respect boxing they really yes really they did boxing. they yeah, did yeah, you know yeah. they did i went over there and um uh, man it, it was it was fun it was a good experience because i got to come over there and fight in the stadium where no one was cheering for me but me and my corner you get yeah. what i mean so it's just me and my corner against not just the opponents but the whole stadium <laughs> and you know i was i was fighting on big cars you know what i'm saying mm. and it, it was just exciting and then once i i learned how to um handle my nerves and, you know, no matter where I'm at, you know, go in there and perform. And it, it, it led me to become a better fighter. Yeah. Yeah. So um, after you beat Carlos Santana, I know like Dan, Dan Birmingham, he's, uh, he's quite connected to a number of uh, promoters and mm -hmm. he was struggling to get you uh, signed with people like uh, Don King, Aram, etc. Mm -hmm. I mean, how frustrating was that for you? Okay. Well, it was frust it was frustrating, but you know it, it it worked out for the best because I think I might have been you know thrown to the wolves early with them, or I may not got the attention that I needed from them promoters because at that time they had other fighters. So by me coming to Europe, uh, you know I wasn't the main fighter for the Curse Brothers, but I, I had became 
the main fighter. You know, at mm-hmm. that time they had a couple of fighters. Then they had uh, Ike Corte, mm-hmm. you know, yep. and stuff like that. So I was growing to be that champion. And then once I became that champion, you know, it was good to have them in my corner. Yeah. So, Winky, um, as you know, we're a live fan interaction show, so we want to give our listeners and obviously the guys that are dedicated to the show the opportunity to speak with you. So one of our callers, um, we have to say she's a resident. Um, she's always supporting us and doing all her shares. a lady called Karina. So I'm going to open up the phone for Karina. I've even remembered your number, Karina. Karina? <laughs> yes, sir. Yes. Hi, Karina. Good so, Good evening. So Winky's here. He's, the, he's waiting for your question. Or your statement. Right, okay, yeah. yeah. Um, can I have just two quick Yes, questions you can have can? two yeah, quick, yeah. no problem. Right, okay, yeah, right. The first one is obviously a quite a long career, you know, a 22-year pro career, which is pretty impressive these days. So what's uh, what was the best fight you've had and what was the best fight you fought against? The best the best fight in my career? Well, I, I can't just say one, but I can say two that really sparked it. The Sugar Shane Mosley. Mm-hmm. Fight because that yeah, let yeah. the work at that time. Shane Mosley was the man. He yeah. beat Delahoya twice, and mm-hmm. you know everybody thought he was going to just walk through me. And then the Trinidad fight. So yeah. you know them two fights. I say was the height of my career. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Right. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Green, another question. Um, yep. Yeah. Yeah. I was just going to ask. Um, obviously, you've done um, quite a lot since you retired. You've got um, a record. You've got um, a record label. You've got a promotion company, and you're playing golf. So what? Um, what do you, what's your main sort of thing going to be now you've retired out of all those? Are you going to do a bit of all of them? <laughs> uh, well, you know, all at that record company, uh, that was pretty much when I was boxing. You know, I had a platform. Right. I, was with the uh, yeah. Rocker Rockaway and all that. So, but I don't do that. I don't. I don't do that anymore. I'm doing some real estate, and I uh, I work. I got group homes. I'm working with adults with disabilities. So, you know, doing that kind of thing right now. Cheers. So thanks, Karina. A lot of golf. Cheers. Thanks, Karina. Okay, Winky, yeah, we're going to go out to another caller. Six nine four. Six nine four. Hello. Hello. Yeah. Hi. Who are we speaking? Who's speaking? Michelangelo Seva. Hi, Michelangelo. How you doing, sir? How Hi, you doing, Michael. sir? I'm not too bad. Good to hear from you. How are you, Ronald? How you doing? How you doing? I'm good, um, Mike. Yeah. How you doing, man? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Um, yeah, just sort of like I uh, want to touch on your first ever actual championship fight, your world championship fight against Julio uh-huh. Cesar Vasquez of Argentina. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. I know, I know, he had you down about five times, and I'm, and, you know, this is a guy who gets overlooked a lot, Vasquez. But getting back to the point in question is. Um, you know, do you feel, I mean, a lot of guys, they can come up, they can have, you know, win a world title, largely untested, have 10 defences, still haven't been tested. But back then, when you fought Vasquez, um, you know, did that fight afterwards, I mean, did that unveil to you that, you know, you was going to make it, I mean, to actually show determination to get, actually get up, you know? I mean, because in, in defeat sometimes, we find ourselves more than we do as opposed to victory. Oh, I, I, I definitely... I def- I definitely agree with you. Uh, that fight, uh, if you really watch that fight, uh, I, 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 to myself, I was clearly outclassing Vasquez, but it just I couldn't hold my balance because these new shoes. I, I trained in Europe for about a month for that fight, so I never did that before. So but I, I wore out the soles on my shoes, so I had to go get some new soles on my shoes, but they didn't put the right sole. They put the sole where it, I was slipping everywhere. If you look at I'm slipping water, wherever, but take nothing away from Vasquez. He put the pressure on, and he did knock me down a few times. 
but it was a great fight for me to mm. be that young fighter. I never fought the most rounds I ever fought was eight rounds, and then I went twelve hard with him. And I and that after that fight, I said to myself, "Oh, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna win every title in this division." I said, "Cause if I if I fought him that good on my on my on, on one of my worst nights because I couldn't hold my balance, yeah. and that fight went down to the last round. He got all the knockdown, but it but and it, before the last round, I think I was up a point on the scorecard. So if I could have just stayed away and boxed, but I couldn't move, I couldn't stick and move, but it taught me that you know I was tough, tougher than I thought, and I could take more than I expected, and and, and I can give more than I expected. Like I said, a lot mm. of people say I don't have a knockout punch, but you don't see fighters running in and running, just running in at me. Yeah, so exactly. I can punch. Just stiff I can puncher. punch. That's right. It wasn't. It was just mm. that I would never go out for the knockout. I would mm. beat you up for twelve rounds, mm. and then you would never want to fight me again. You like, hey, I'd rather get knocked <laughs> out than get beat up for twelve rounds. Yeah. You know, Winky. How how, so that, how 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 difficult was the training for for the Vasquez fight? I mean, I think, I think oh, you had, it, you had it was flu or bad food, it, mosquitoes. Yes, how, how hard it, was it? Oh man, oh man, it was it was it was difficult. It was hard. I said I'd never do that again. But see, we thought we we had we wanted to be over there to get acclimated to the the time and being over there. Mm. It was the worst thing ever. I wish I would have just can't, did what we normally do, train home and go over there about a week, and then we good. But you know, it was my first world title fight, and he was he was a he was a big fighter that at man, that time he was fifty and old going in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, fifty so fights undefeated yeah. going in. And is it true you'd never yeah. you, you didn't even do a ten round at that point? So no, the I first never did time. A I, did, yeah. I just did eight round. I did eight round. So yeah, I knew impressive. that once that fight right there, like he said, it showed me that I I could be a great fighter, and and after that, you know, I dominated. Perfect. Mm. So I'm going to go out to another caller. Uh, I know it's Daniel, 985. Daniel, 985. Floor's yours. Good Hello. Evening, How you doing? That's good much evening. better. Yeah, we're good. We're That's doing good. good. Yeah, good then. All right. Yeah, question for Winky, right? Listen, uh, Chris Eubank Jr. Has he, has he, do, you, do you know anything about him? Have you seen him fight? Yeah, yeah, I've seen him fight a few times. Real good fighter. Real good fighter. Okay, right. What do you think he has to do to improve? Where's he well, you know, he's not he's not I, a big he's not a big he's not a big puncher. He, he, um, he, his technique's lacking, right? You're so answering the question. Let the man answer. Yeah, you I about to say. Cheers, thanks. I understand. Uh, well, you know, you don't have to be a big pe- people thinking. You know, you don't have to be a, a big puncher to be a great fighter. Floyd Mayweather is not no big puncher. He's a precise and sharp puncher. Exactly. You know, speed, speed kills, and he's so he's quick and he's precise, so he can beat you. You know, you gonna have them fighters that just got heavy hands, and and that's and they just blessed with that. But Eubank just it, it's going to take you know the experience, getting in there with with better fighters, getting in there. And getting tested. When you get tested, that shows a great fighter. Anybody can. I'm not impressed when I see young fighters with with a 25 and 0 record, this and that, because mm. they haven't been tested. Mm. I'm impressed mm. when you got when you if you got that record and you fought a few champions, but you fought champions that's that 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 should beat you. You know, when when you become a great fighter, you beat fighters that people think going to beat you. And that will make you a great fighter. Not mm. you going in the fights where you people already know you're gonna win and you win. That's that's nothing. Put put get a fight where people are saying, "Wait, he got a chance of losing this fight." And you go in there and dominate that fight. That's when I look at you. Okay, now that's a great fight. You know, he did something what people thought he wasn't gonna do. Perfect. And so, Winky, question: It's me, Kojo here. So, um, obviously, you fought in the UK. Um, we had a couple of fights in the UK in uh, in Manchester, I believe, as well. Talk to us about your experience um, fighting in the UK. The fans, how you were welcomed. Oh, man. UK was the best, man. When I was in France, it was 
it was very good. But when I got to UK, it was the best, man. I, the fan, the you, the the Brits, man, they are great fans, man. They, they We're passionate, you know. Yeah. You never see, you never see fans cheer in the arena <laughs> like them, man. They be, you know, once they start something, the whole crowd mm. do it, man. And it was, and that was one of the fans that I first uh, began to turn. Yes, uh, you know, I was, I was just on, about to say that. Yes, right? yes. I you was, went I was all Marvin Hagler on those guys, man. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, went was, seriously. Was, I watched those three fights, and you were putting some body shots on. Steve yes. Foster, Dodson, oh, and Binham. And Binham could punch. <laughs> Enzy Binham yeah, could Binham really punch. Puncher, yeah. You know, but you, but honestly, that was your, you know, they get two, there's two kinds of horrible south for you, right? You've got the horrible, awkward south for on the back foot, mm. you've always got to lean in. And then you've mm. got the horrible, aggressive south for like yourself who can box and punch and your mm-hmm. uppercuts your lead right uppercut to their stomachs yes. was just was they were breaking them. them up man oh man you watched that see a lot of oh. people didn't didn't understand that i was killing them to the body there you <laughs> were <laughs> killing because i when i boxed i was a body puncher luckily mike mccullum came over with eddie futch to fight uh, michael watson and errol graham so i was lucky to be uh-huh. in the camp with him and uh-huh. i'd loved mike ever since he beat um yes Don Curry. I've loved him ever since. Yes. Well, ever since he beat Milton McCrory, really, because he's from Jamaica. That's where my family is yes. from. So, like, we yes. we love him. And, um, yes. you know, you always just say, man, buddy ain't got eyes. Buddy ain't got eyes. And, man, sure boy, you really took it to those guys. How Steve Foster <laughs> took that beating, I'll never know. It was a. I mean, but, I ain't it, know it was, how he can take it. It was just long, so though. wonderful to see because I'd seen you, I'd seen, like, um, some of your fights in France and. You, I wouldn't say go as far as to say you were negative, but you were much more of the, the Southall boxer that people hate fighting, but it wasn't yeah. really a TV seller. But when you come yes. over to our country, man, you were just closing the show. Yeah, I mean, when you Google yeah, but, that yeah. fight, when you Google that fight and you click images, all mm. you see is a man calling himself the Viking on his knees Whoa. on the ring and a man standing next to him. <laughs> you know what I mean? So he had in pain yeah. as well. You know? Yeah, man. When they when they when I fought him, man, they was like, uh, Steve the Viking. So yeah. I seen the tape on him and he just come forward. I'm like, mm. oh man, I'm he be telling me for me. Cause every time he come in, I'm gonna catch yeah. him to the bottom, catch yeah. him to the bottom. And that's what I did. And it, you know, it, it it worked. And uh, you know, I I, I take my hat off. He he took a lot of punishment man mm. and I, but but uh he a good guy man his yeah. son is a good little fighter too so so uh, so after that uh winky you know your your, your career starts getting bit better but you're fight, starting to fight better higher and higher caliber opponents um you, you got an opportunity to fight for the nabf title which you won uh off the back of that you got an opportunity to fight bruno mccart uh, for the wba mm-hmm. belt which eventually led to you WBO. fighting wbo belt yep yeah, which led yeah. you to fight the ferocious Feroz Fernando Vargas, right? So, um, which you went toe to toe with him, you know. Which uh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me stop you one second. Yeah. When okay, now I won the U.S. Uh, now you got. I'm gonna give y'all a, a preview of this my my career. Now I won the NABF belt mm-hmm. and I won the USBA. I won the NABF and the USBA. Wow. So yeah. I never, I never, yeah, I never lost any of them. Any belt I had, I never lost. So that's one thing I want to let y'all know. Yeah, so I had, so I, I gave them two belts up. And then I went for the WBO, which I fought Bronco McCart, beat yeah. him in his hometown. Then I had to fight him three more times yeah, because nobody else, nobody else would fight me. See, people don't know my career was about people being too you. good. Yeah. People yeah. avoided me forever. And if you look at my career, whenever I fought someone, they mainly was my number one contender because nobody else wanted yeah, to fight well, like, me. So I, probably, fought- I may have fought. I may have fought the most number one contenders ever. Yeah, when you fought Harry Simon, I I sparred with Harry Simon for that fight because uh, yes. he came over and did some work in England. I mean, he was uh-huh. a 
busy, very, very strong guy, you know. And to be uh, fair, it was a very, very close fight. If you, they raise yes. your hand at the end of the fight, yes. there's no complaint, you know. But yes. man, I mean, that's you going that, on the road to South Africa, and, and, bruv. And just talking about that, obviously the decision went in Harry Simon's way, but it was actually announced in your favour originally. Yeah. Tell us about how that happened, you going into the yeah. changing rooms and then give us that yes. story because I think that's really yeah. interesting. This, 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 that, right, that, that, fight, that fight put a real bad taste in my mouth about mm. boxing. That mm. was where I'm, I pretty much, I was ready to stop boxing because... First of all, let's say this: Harry Simon was a good, strong young yeah, fighter. I, yeah. I, I take my hat off to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you watch this fight, I'm I'm killing them to the body yeah. early. But they ref keep telling me I'm hitting low. You're I'm hitting like low. low. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm hitting good yeah. body shots. I'm killing them, and and it's hurting them because I hear them grunting. Uh-uh. But they telling me they can't stop going to the body. So they took a point away. So I'm like, they're going to disqualify me. I'm so I'm like, oh lord, I'm in South Africa. Mm. If I go to the body again, they're going to disqualify. Mm. So now I can't do number go head shots. So now we we slugging toe to toe, you know. Oh, he's like a punch on, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So like I said, I take nothing away from him. He's a great fighter, but if they, I, I feel that it was a, it was it was very they was they wanted to disqualify me because mm-hmm. I was hitting them with some great body shots. But take that away, we fought a good fight. You know, at the end of the fight, they called it a draw. So as as a draw, I'm the champion. Yeah. So I keep my belt as, as the a points champion. exactly. And, yeah. Yeah, and I said, okay, that's cool. I, I, I said, that's cool. I still thought it was a good fight. I thought it was a close fight, but I thought I won the fight. And I said, okay, mm. cool. It's a draw. I take a draw. But then I go to my dressing room. So it's just, I go to my dressing room, I'm changing and everything. They call me when we get ready to leave it and go back to the hotel and say, oh, hold on. We want you to come back to the ring. I'm like, what are we coming back to the ring for? Uh, they're like, well, we changed the decision. You lost. How, like, how in the hell you can, mm. I, you know, I'm sorry, because you can't yeah, do that. You can how, do you gonna, <laughs> how you going to change the decision? Yeah, First exactly. of all, you take, First of all, you take fifteen. It takes fifteen minutes in the ring to count the score. So they counted the score. They counted the score. They went so many times. Then they they realized <laughs> it was a draw. So basically, they wanted somebody to change the decision, but mm-hmm. they the person didn't do it. So they put enough pressure on the American judge to go. And then this is her first champ. And this is another thing. This is this lady's first championship fight. Mm-hmm. All right, mm-hmm. they made her. So she changed her scorecard, she, saying she gave one round for him and that's how he won the fight that's so, Judy Lederman that right, right yeah Julie yeah she, yeah Julie Lederman that, and that mm. was and I, from then on I was like that's, that's some that bull crap to the yeah, daughter. Yeah. Daughter. yeah his yeah, daughter his daughter, daughter his yeah. daughter that was her first championship fight they put pressure on her and, and she changed her decision mm. so to, to this day she know what she did and mm. you know like I said every all of these things all this did was make me become a better fighter because mm. now I understood that the boxing game is not fair it's not on your ability it's on who who got who pushing the buttons and yeah. what promoter doing this and what what person doing that so from then on i said you know what i'm, I'm gonna stop i'm gonna stop i ain't even gonna leave it close i'm gonna just start start destroying these fighters mm. yeah, and, that's and, what I did. and i have to say uh winky so over in in the uk you know that we we are passionate and we support all of our fighters but we we support we don't always want a guy to be undefeated and you know always yeah. choice. we even support a guy when he loses and i think you know you that technical loss on paper for you I do think you know in terms of you going back to the US and how your career took off from then mm. do you feel that the public warmed you a little bit in, in regards to maybe the loss and the controversy around that loss and your yeah I had I had a lot of, I had a lot of uh, a lot of fans see the 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 the, the, the Boxing promoters and such that would they they didn't do too much, but the fans, mm. the fans truly say, listen, man, mm. you know it's bad how they did that, but you know we want to see you fight. You know, what I'm saying keep fighting, don't give up. You know, what I'm saying you can do it. You got a lot of skills. So that right there helped me to push on and say, you know what, 
I'm, I, if they believe in me, I believe in myself, I'm going to show them that I can become a great fighter. No, because good. the Vargas fight made you relevant again, didn't it? Oh, yes. Now, now the Vargas fight. fight. See, I got I got the Vargas fight because mm. of that fight. Mm -hmm. So nobody nobody wanted to fight me once again. And then Vargas, he's 17 and 0. See, you mm. got to look at my losses. When I lost to somebody, I'm pretty much, everybody I lost to undefeated. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah. They undefeated. And they young. They hungry. It mm -hmm. ain't like I'm fighting older cats that, that don't want to fight. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I, I'm fighting somebody that's young, hungry, and up and coming. So, you know, the Vargas fight, he was 17 and 0, 17 knockouts. Or they thought he was going to come in here and just whack the floor with me. Mm. And I told them, I said, man, I'm going to destroy this kid. <laughs> I, said, I said, I said, it's okay because I was still young, even though I wasn't as young as him. But I yeah. was still young because yeah. I wasn't, nobody wasn't fighting me. So my body wasn't wore down. Yeah. It was just like, okay, well, let's get in here and do it. And HBO and everybody, they, he already had a fight. He already had a fight yeah. after me. You know what I'm saying? Him, I Corte already signed a fight. So I'm like, he just disrespect me. He just gonna sign a fight. Okay, mm. I'm gonna change all that. And yeah. you know, I went in there to do yeah, that. I went did. in there. I, yeah, I said I want to see how tough you are. You supposed to be ferocious, this and that. Mm. We gonna go toe to toe. That's the first fight I changed my style. Yeah, and I, I was gonna ask you that. Why you went toe to toe with that fight? Yeah, my my trainer didn't know it. My whole training camp, I was still boxing and moving, sticking mm. and moving. But in my mind, I said I'm gonna go out here and we gonna fight toe to toe. I want to yeah, see how tough yeah. he is. So, Winky, we're going to go out to the lines again. Um, 081, 081, the floor is yours. Question or statement? Uh, questions. Uh, how you doing, guys? This is Nicholas. Uh, how you doing, Nicholas? Good, good to hear from you. The floor is yours. Good, good guys. Uh, obviously, uh, yeah, so I wanted to ask questions to Winky. Obviously, uh, first of all, big up to you. I'm a big, big fan. And, you know, congratulations I appreciate it. all the achievements you had. You know, you're, you're an uh, absolute legend. Uh, Thank you, man. And a lot of people I know for sure. And, uh, <laughs> so what I wanted to ask is uh, basically, what is the fight that you think you know? What I mean, that made you that made your legacy cemented. And also, uh, out of all the new boxers that's coming up right now, who do you think is a dark horse that you think that you know what is probably going to be taken over in a few years, but nobody's really nobody has really spotted him yet. Good, good question, Nicholas. You're on mute. Winky, uh, do you want to uh, fire ahead? The, the first, the first question was, um, what fight? You said what fight? Uh, Secured your legacy. Uh, I would have to say, uh, uh, Trinidad or Shane Mosley because I became a Shane Mosley mm. fight did it because I became the first undisputed exactly. junior middleweight champion in a long time. Mm. You get what I'm saying? Mm. So now. That fight right there, they can take away, they can say Winky Wright did, Winky Wright did, but they can't, can never say Winky Wright was the undisputed junior middleweight champion of the world. Mm. And uh, and now the second one, uh, it's kind of hard to say because you can't, a lot of these up-and-coming fighters, if you're not the fighter that they, they want you to see, they're not going to show you on TV. So yeah. you can't really see them. You have to go to little local shows and you're not going to know. But right now, if you're looking at the top fighters out there, you know, I like a Earl Spence. I like a Keith. Thurman, you know, mm. I like fighters that can do more than one thing. But yeah. once again, like I say, it's going to take them fighters to get to have a great challenge to make them great fighters. Because mm. if they fighting fighters that they supposed to be, <laughs> then you ain't seeing them. Yeah. Like this fight with Keith, Keith Thurman and uh, 
and Garcia, that's going to be a good fight. Mm-hmm. See, you need fights like that for fighters to become great. Now, I don't think you need to see a Keith Thurman and Earl Spence right now because that could be a, a Sugar Ray Lennon, Marvin Hagler kind of fight because both of them young fighters are young, strong, yeah. and can punch and exciting. So they're going to bring you an exciting fight. Yeah, that Angelo Dundee yeah. did say he said about Hearns and Lennon, just, just leave the fight alone for a while and let it cook it up. Let it cook yeah, it up right. and juice up, yeah. you know? Got yeah. to. Mm. Uh, so, Winky, I mean, you, 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 to me, you know, you symbolise this, uh, t- you know, this eternal s- struggle and, you know, just persevering until you get success. You know, everything was hard for you at the time. Then out of all of this, you get the Mosley fight. You know, for me, we, that just completely changed your career. Just tell us uh-huh. the backstory of that and how, how, how you got the fight. Uh, well, the Mosley fight, um, I'm pretty much my, 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 my best friend or it's kind of my lawyer, but my friend, uh, Jim Wilkes, uh, he he was he was pretty much handling Jeff Lacey's career at that time. Jeff Lacey was up and coming mm-hmm. and then became world champion. So Jeff Lacey with Gary Shaw and then, you know, uh Gary Shaw had Shane Mosley. So Shane was looking for a fight and I had the title. I had a title and he had he had just won two titles. So he was saying he wanted to be the undisputed champion. You know what I'm saying? And to do that he had to come through me. You, know you had the IBF so, at the time, right? Yeah, I had the IBF. So mm. he was like, he wanted to be undisputed champion. Then he wanted to fight Tito. So I'm like, that ain't going to happen. <laughs> you got to come through me to get this title. And at that time, once again, I was still, I was the champion beating all my number one contenders and nobody wanted to fight me. Mm. And if you go to think, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put you up on something. I, I never lost my uh, junior middleweight title. I had to give him up because I had to move up to middleweight. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because no one was weight making difficulties? No, 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 no. No one wanted to fight it. Listen, when I became undisputed champion, I beat, I ran everybody from 154. <laughs> they went down to 147 or they mm. moved up to 160. Yeah. They cleared that. I cleared that whole division up. Mm. And then it was like I had to fight whoever wanted to fight or number one contenders. I did that. And then it got boring. So, you know, then I was like, you know what? I want to do more. I want to become the first undisputed junior middleweight and middleweight champion at the same time, which never happened. So that's when I fought, uh, that's when I fought Taylor. Jermaine, Jermaine Taylor. Taylor. Yeah. yeah. And you know, and then I I, I feel I beat Jermaine yeah. Taylor. They yeah. don't know where in the world yeah. they was looking at. That yeah. was crazy. Yeah. But I they didn't want to give me that. my props. Yeah. You know, I thought I went up mm. and fought. This is the same guy that beat Bernard Hopkins twice. So mm. you know, and Bernard was the king of that division at that time. So yeah. when he came and beat Bernard, so I come right behind him and I beat him. And it's like they give me that man. I go down in history yeah. and doing something no one ever did. Yeah. And on that, so we've got. I'm just going to go to a Twitter question. Uh, Liverpool Jeff has said. Uh, you are regarded as a defensive fighter. Do you think this is fair? I don't. I don't think that's fair because no, uh, I yeah. do. I do think that I have a great defense only because I make my defense. I use my defense for my offense. Yes. Yes. You know, your I, defense, I, I, I defense sets up your fight, offense. That's right. Yes. That's what the great I, fighters if, do. Mm. Yes. If you look at my punch, that I mm. throw a lot of punches. So you know, a defensive fighter, somebody who's going and throw mm. ten. 20 punches around 30. I threw, I throw 40, 50, 60 punches around. Mm. I throw a lot of punches around. But you know what also, saying? you also are noticing your fights that you're very adept at catching and countering. You want them that's to right. punch at you. That's you know? right. And that's the martial them. art of boxing. You, yes. I say to people that are boxing, don't worry about the punches you throw. Worry about mm. how you're going to react when someone starts mm. punching at you. Yeah. Thank you, boy. You, you said something, you you, something real good. I tell a lot of people all the time. You've got to embrace I, that shit. 
I tell a lot of people who they they get out, they get on the bags and they mm-hmm. they hit the mitts. And I tell them the bag and the mitts, they don't they hit back. back. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, you can you can look good on the mm-hmm. mitts and the bag, you can be all that, but that don't hit back. Mm-hmm. I want you to do that in front of somebody when they catch that encounter your ass. Yeah, and go to the box. <laughs> that's when you know. That's when you know what's going on. You know, it's funny when I first started amateur boxing. We had a guy called um, Barry McGuigan over here. He was a world featherweight yeah, champion. Yeah, you know Barry um, McGuigan. And he had a mean left hook to the body. And I said to my mum, I want to I wanna learn to throw a left hook to the body. I'm going to stop a kid. That I've, and my mum looked at me in horror because I was about 14 <laughs> years old. And she, I'm talking about stopping kids with body shots. <laughs> and I went in my next fight. I stopped this kid with a body shot in, in the first round. Wow. And my dad came over. He's like... Your son is a killer. Suwiki, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, is it true that you're right-handed southpaw? Yes, I am. I'm I was going to ask you that. So, so you how... play golf right-handed then? Yeah, yeah. I do everything right-handed. The only, only thing I do is, is southpaw. Box. I box southpaw. And that that was more of, I can box right-handed too, but I feel more comfortable on the yeah. right side. I, yes. I, my movement and everything feel comfortable on the right side. So, you know, when I turn, I mean, as a southpaw, but when I turn mm. right-handed, I, if I want to just throw the, the bomb and I turn right-handed so I can drop my right hand because yeah. it's much stronger. But I just feel more comfortable as a southpaw. Mm. Yeah, no, that's impressive. And was that something you learned, like, from a very young age or was that something yeah, that, you learned I- that I always fought when I was a young kid. I always fought as a southpaw. I always had my my jab hand, my right hand out front. And then you know, once I became, once I started boxing, when I started boxing, when I was almost sixteen, mm. so I was like fifteen, about to turn sixteen. So then they, I went to the gym and they was like, "You right handed?" So I said, "I'm right handed." He's like, "Right hand." So he's like, "Get in your stand." So I got in the southpaw stand. He's like. Oh, I thought you said you're right. I said, I am, but I, I fight this way. So then, you know, I, I shot a box a little bit and hit the bag. He's like, mm. okay. He, he like, just stay that way. <laughs> and then, you know, it was over. Yeah, so uh, you fought Mosley a second time. It was, you know, it was a bit more tough a second time, but you uh-huh. beat him again. Uh, you moved up to middleweight and you fought the legendary Tito Trinidad, which again, uh-huh. you, you know, you completely outclassed him. You know, he's a, uh-huh. a complete masterclass. Mm-hmm. And before, you know, but at the press conference, you were saying, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to school this guy. Where, where did you get his <laughs> confidence from? And you know, why did you feel you could just, 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 just beat him so easily? It was listen. I love power. Styles make fights. Style, style make fight, and I love power punches. But mm-hmm. once he, like he told y'all, I'm good at letting you hit me and I'm counting you. Mm. So, you know, I, I was never scared of the guy that could punch hard. Mm. I didn't want to fight the guy that throw a million punches because then he gonna try to outpoint, mm-hmm. outpoint me. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, by Tito, Tito, the way Tito fought, I knew he had to set to throw punches. Yes, so, you, know you know when he's going to punch. I, yeah, yeah. As I dynamic, as, as hard as he hits. And one thing yeah. you also know, he was perfect for you because he's going to unload, but his head's going to yeah. be there. He ain't going to move yeah, his right head there. afterwards. Yeah, and he right there. You know, right and there. the way I fought, the way I fought, I can brace, you know, you brace can hit my arms. Counter, you're yeah. not doing it. You just hit my arms. Mm-hmm. So once, once, when you standing right in front of me, after you throw your punches, I'm, I'm ready to come back. And he was right there. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Let me tell you, because you had a lot, you looked like you had like an extraordinary long reach. What was your reach? <laughs> I didn't know. I think I, my reach was like 72. Wow, like you look like 74. Because you know Ray yeah. Leonard was 74. 
Yeah, I, I, my reach wasn't that long. That's I think insane. my reach was like 72, 73, and more, more than 73. Okay. It's just the way I, I, I knew how to cover my body. Mm -hmm. I knew how to cover my body with my arms. And I yeah. look, you see, a lot of people try to do my defense, but what they do, they duck their head and they're not looking. Yes. Not my yes. head duck. If my head duck, I'm still but looking. You're at your, watching. Looking at your you're watching. watching everything, yeah. you do, everything you do in the clinch. I'm watching. Exactly. Watch them hands. Because you ain't yeah, got to watch nothing else. Watch the hands. Yeah. yeah, a lot of people, they close their eyes. Mm -hmm. They 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 looking below the waist. You know, yeah. I got, I'm looking right at you. So I see what you're doing. Yeah. So, Winky, obviously you fought Bernard Hopkins as well. And there was a bit of a, in the UK, uh -huh. we say needle, a bit of tension at the press conference yeah. and so forth. Yeah. For our listeners that may not have been around in that area, do you want to just talk about how that started between you and Hopkins and obviously well, how that came into the fight? Well, Hopkins, he knew what he was. He was trying to take me out of my game plan. Yeah, get in you know what I'm saying? Because I was gonna box, I was gonna box the lights out of him. I was gonna just jab him to death, move around him. But you know, at that press conference, he was, you know, he was doing what he's doing, and then he touched me, and I, boy, he looking, it almost went the other way because I had a lot of people right there. So you know, it almost went the other way. So you know, I was like, you know what? We're going to keep this. We're going to keep this and go and keep it boxing. But, you know, uh, he, he did what he had to do. He, now he made me mad. Now I want to hurt him. Yeah. So he took me out of my game. Plan. But once again, Bernard did a lot of headbutting. Yeah, yeah, that is, he was known for that. Was not, okay. not, he was known. They would not take him. I, I know he was known. And we told the, we told the referee, listen, he known for headbutting. If you headbutt, you got to you gotta penalize. You can't just let yeah. him keep doing it. You keep telling him, okay, stop doing it, stop doing it. Stop doing it. You ain't doing nothing from it. Yeah. You know, you're supposed to penalize. Him, make him stop doing it. He headbutt me, he cut me in the second round. I could have, I could have not fought. I could have said, you know what, I'm gonna stop. That cut that mm -hmm. had was so deep, I could have stopped and nobody would have said nothing. Yeah. But in my heart, I wanted to hurt him. I in my I wanted to hurt him. Yeah. You know, I wanted to punish him. See, do you, you know think do you think that kinda took you off your game plan by having that it, attitude? Yeah, it definitely it affected took my your performance. Plan. Yeah, it definitely took yeah. my one game. But now yeah. I got blood coming in my mm -hmm. eyes and you know, and they, I gotta watch this and make sure they don't stop the fight mm. because the eye cut real bad because it was cut real bad from the yeah, it was round, a bad cut. You know mm. what I'm saying? So I could I could have quit and I could have said no, I can't continue. And it would have been a draw. Yeah. It been a, I went there, I had no problems about it. But I want I wanted to fight no matter what. And you know, sometimes fighters. Uh, biggest problem is is us yeah <laughs> you know yeah so, i, I always say said, you know yeah. sometimes you, a coach's job is to save a fighter from himself that's right that's yeah. right and i should say i should say you know what we we're gonna stop this fight and we're gonna do this fight again yeah and yeah next time yeah i'm not gonna let you and pay above me and mm -hmm. that and then we would have got we would have got the best and like i said i still think i beat him because he's doing a lot of holding and grabbing. yeah 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 he you you on, landed the cleaner shots yeah and he yeah. should and then i'm saying what i said listen man this man holding this much mm. yeah but take some fucking points yeah the referee and i was so mad at the referee i like you just this, this, that's another job that's what i thought like once again a golden boy show he was with golden yeah, boy team this whole thing was smart. a setup i think it was a setup mm. so I, I i was upset with that whole situation but it is what it is. In a, on another sense, you could say that for me, I still as you know that fight was it was very close, but you yes. still lost to any era fighter. You both, you and Bernard Hopkins, for me are any era fighters. You would have belonged in any era, the nineteen thirties, forties, fifties, sixties. You were that kind of <laughs> solid style, yeah. tough men. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, amazing, I a great era, Thank great. When I look at your you. record, I just I'm so pleased with you, and I can't believe you're not in the Hall of Fame yet. 
Hmm. I I just you know they want to make you uh, be retired for like five years, so I'm, I'm just coming up on that. Oh, and okay, now sure. Sure. Well, I hope you get it on the first yeah. ballot. Oh, oh, I, really that, do. Oh, I better. I better. You will be making. We'll, we'll be making the right noise for this, you as well. This Winky. resume is just ridiculous. Folks I mean, you go out pretty far to, to beat that. Man. You'll struggle to beat that. Yeah. From yeah. Winky, is, is is it true you uh, turned down something like five or six million dollars to fight Oscar De La Hoya? Heck no. Oscar never wanted to fight me. Listen, Oscar, Oscar never wanted to fight me. I, yeah, I, I wanted obvious. to fight Oscar so bad. Mm. I said, listen, before he fought Pacquiao, I was the man. I had all the belts. I'm like, why are you going down and fight him and you can fight me? Why would yeah. you do that? You can, Just to fight everybody. Wanna see, I beat everybody you lost to. Yeah. Everybody you lost to, I beat. Except Bernard. At that time, I ain't fight Bernard yet. I'm like, listen, let's do it. Nah, he, he ain't gonna do that. He ain't gonna do he, that. He, gonna do yeah, he that. just told me. He straight up told me. He's like, man, I just don't think I can beat you. I was like, <laughs> I said, man, listen, man, we're gonna get the fans what they want to see, man. We come out. You're a great fighter. I'm a great fighter. Let's do it. That's what. That's what made boxing great, man. Yeah. When you say when you say I'm a throwback Earl, mm. I love that. I really appreciate that because I think that Earl with Sugar Ray Lynn and Marvin Hagler, yeah, them man. fighters, man, them was truly great. Five fighters. four, them mm. man fight them each other. Fight each other three, Ridic- four times. I mean, doesn't say nothing about it. Mm. And you know, that was true. War, but uh, Duran, Hearns, oh, man. Oh, man, that was man. You that had was a I was watching. Fight. Um, I, you know, it's funny. I, I was with a friend of mine the other day, and we shadow boxed the fourteen rounds of Leonard Hearns. We had it on the uh-uh. telly. <laughs> we had a minute rest. Good way to spend your weekend. I was, yeah, I, I was Ray Leonard dancing around the room, and my friend was Tommy Hearns jamming after me. It yeah. was excellent. We heated up the front room. We put the heating on because they kept yeah. saying oh, it's ninety-seven degrees in this stadium. So I put the yeah. heating on. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess on that, on that, Winky, in terms of the current fighters in, in the division you fought at, is there anybody that that really attracts you? If I guess in both divisions, um, super well and um, middle, is there anybody that you kind of drawn to and think you know, yeah, they they were talent. I'll- I like, I like, like I say, at, at well, at junior middleweight and at middleweight, junior middleweight, uh, I think Canelo, Canelo mm-hmm. Alvarez is the best fighter right now for that okay. because Shorty is a beast and he, mm-hmm. he he's trained hard. I like him over Triple G. I love Triple G. I think Triple G is a heck of a fighter. That's I what just I've think, been saying. So how do you I think do. they would? Ha- how do you think it would happen if they fought? I think it's gonna be a great fight, but I just think Canelo. Yes, he he stay in the park. I like Canelo. So I keep I telling you, man. People look at yeah. me like I'm mad when I'm saying yeah, it. I keep man. saying Canelo everybody keeps thinking Canelo's running from things. I'm oh, saying no. you now on improvement levels. Canelo is vastly improved. Hundred percent. Yes. You know yes. we've got yes. the Golovkin that we're gonna have now. We've got that Golovkin. Yes. It's the time. He ain't improving. Yeah. The Canelo yeah. boy is improving, man. Yeah. Because he's not fighting guys that can make him improve. That's right. You, know you have to fight them kind of fighters that can make you improve, mm-hmm. that can make you want to strive for more. <clears throat> Golovkin is a heck of a fighter, good puncher, great puncher. Yeah. But, you know, it's easy to give, but we got to see how you take it coming back. And how you funny know, is it? Is it how funny, isn't it, Winky, that if you look at both of their last 12 opponents, Canelo's resume of opponents vastly it wipes the floor blows Golovkin's out the water wipes the floor of blows course. it out the water but I will of say course. this and it has to be a disclaimer mm. I, I'm, I I like Canelo I think mm. he will beat Triple G but 
he has to accept that dropping and vacating the belt did not do him any favours. No, and it does no, make it seem like he, he wants it. to fight Triple yeah. G at the right time. I think he beats him. Yeah. And I'm so disappointed that he just didn't take yeah, that but fight. Yeah, but Oscar, so it's business. Dundee said, sometimes you got to let a fight cook <coughs> Yes, man. That, I just let that, that thing juice up. Yeah, exactly. Marinate is what Oscar said. Marinate I guess it's time. But, you know, man like Winky didn't want the guys, he didn't want fights to marinate. He went out there and he was... No, because he weren't, he weren't, you know, Winky weren't with no golden boy. He weren't with yes, no flipping nah, Bob Aaron you know what I mean yeah, that's right. this that's man right. you was yeah. you kind of like the Marvin Hagger of your that's day I mean, that's right I mean there's a great picture of the two of you together sorry to interrupt mm. Ricky there's a great yeah, picture of you yeah. and Hagler together oh that's yeah he yeah. a great dude man oh, Marvin man. a great guy man so Winky what are you up to these days and uh, what is it you you know what did you, how do you want to get do you want to get involved in boxing again yeah man I'm, I'm I see boxing here you know before I retired I was I started I was only fighting like once every eight to 12 months and that mm. was ridiculous for me to be a champion for me to be the fighter that i was i had to wait for young fighters who nobody knew the hbo the networks wouldn't giving me the date they wanted me to get them the date and i had to fight under their their interpretation i'm like this don't make any sense if i'm the legend if i'm the guy that got all the credentials why am i going why am i waiting for somebody you know what I mean? Yeah. But it was always because it seemed like they never wanted me to become who I am. Yeah. But they couldn't stop me because the fans always show love. And mm. that's why I always take time out to thank my fans. I always take time out yeah. to speak to my Good. fans, to take Good. pictures. People know me and see me, they say, man, he the coolest dude. He don't, uh, he don't act like he's arrogant or act like a superstar. I'm just me. Yeah. And I appreciate my fans because my fan helped, helped me on that back for a long time. That, that's good. And I was going to say also, Winky, I mean, for some of your fans that would know, I mean, I grew up in that area where mm. hip-hop was, was was probably not, it was at it was, was at its dying ages. It was at the mm. last of, 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 of good tracks, era. you know? Yeah. The last great yeah. And you were yeah. some of these videos and I'm saying, <laughs> yeah. how did that come about and how did you enjoy You must have enjoyed living in that moment because obviously oh, rappers man, respect boxers and vice versa. But how did it come about? Oh, man, it, it was great, man. I got my buddy, my other best little friend named Damon Ramirez, uh, from New York, and uh, mm-hmm. you know he was real connected in that 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 era, that hip hop, uh, that that little lane. So we got to meet. Uh, you know he introduced me to Damon Dash. They knew who I was, but I never, I didn't get to know him until I got mm-hmm. with him. And then once I knew Damon, Damon Dash at that time they they had Rocko, Rockefeller, mm-hmm. Jay Z. They Rockefeller was just shit. You yeah. know they had they had the game on lock. They had the movies, they had the liquor, they had the music, they had everything. Had so the women. Down, yeah, if you were down with the rock, you was the man. So you know what I mean? So that's how, you know, I got I was down. So me and Dane became good friends and then I got to meet Jay and them and just it was just a whole era. You know, I was, I got to be in that last great era, like mm. you said, of 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 music. You know what I'm saying? Them dudes that that they had they had a, they had a whole movement. You know what I'm saying? Noriega, yeah. they had all of that, man. Yeah. And then I got I got what, to get what, down what? with my, Yeah, I got to get down with my man Chris Lighty who who was managing a lot of mm-hmm. the a lot of us busting rhymes. He had all of Missy Elliott Missy Elliott. Oh, so wow. Chris Lighty was one of the greatest managers. That's when you used to have MTV bass. Yeah. And that's yeah, yeah. Just, that whole thing, honestly, man. So yeah, it, it, it was, was a, love, man. It was love. They showed me all showed love. Amazing one more question. How would you like to be remembered? If someone said to you, how would you like to be, how would you like your ring career encapsulated? How would you like to be remembered? 
Man, uh, I would say I, I just want people to remember me as a, a, a great person first mm-hmm. and foremost, mm-hmm. and second, a fighter that that ducked no one, ran yeah. from no yeah. one. I and no, no, and I didn't. I wasn't one of them fighters that had to be fighting in my own backyard. You know, yeah, I, I definitely you traveled. You, <laughs> you know, it's yeah. so funny. I did a tweet about you earlier. You have to watch it. You have to like it, right? <laughs> uh, <I got> <laughs> and uh, it's on Instagram, and I said. Real hashtag real warrior road, road warrior, warrior. Yeah. you know, <laughs> and that takes a lot in a man to just say, yeah. you know, let, let me get out of my safety zone, let me go and test, let me That's go and right. test what I got, let me test That's these skills right. on the road and best another yep. man, you know. Yeah, yeah, amazing. Yep. I mean, that's career, what man. I did, man. I want, I appreciate it, man. I like I said, I bless God. I thank God yeah. for all my blessings, and uh, like I said, a lot of the stuff, you know, I had kids, and you know, they pushed me to 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 want to be great. Mm. You know, I would do stuff that I probably wouldn't have did if I didn't have kids, because yeah. I always wanted my son to look up at me and like, man, that's my dad, mm. and and that right there made me work harder, hard as ever, do all the push ups, sit ups I needed to do, yeah. and you know, I did it. Good. So, Winky, we're looking to obviously we we appreciate you joining the show we want to see you over here in the UK we're going to make some plans to get you over here oh that'd be amazing but yeah, obviously man, listen man listen I want to come over to the UK because I ain't been in a while man there's a lot of fans that I've seen when they there's a lot of fighters that that were up and coming when I was there. Now they now they they retired, but they still great fighters and mm. they got good connects. I want to meet these new the new generation of European fighters. Yeah. I want to come over there. I want to do some commentating over there. Oh, we got I, some I good ones, man. We got some good young I kids know. coming up. They would I, love to meet you, and I think mm, they would really I, benefit from your exactly. advice. Yeah, I remember. As well. I, re, I remember Frank Warren had it going on over there that time. Yeah, you know, yeah. Warren was the man. It's so more. I don't it's a competitive market now. You got yeah, Warren, you got, got Eddie Hearn, who yeah. was a man. Got Barry Hearn, yeah, so Eddie Hearn. Right. back in this game. So there's a lot of options. Mm. There's Sky, a big player out here. So you I got think, some yeah. wicked golf courses. Yeah, <laughs> oh, so, so, but yeah, not man, the weather. You got you to talk to the European uh, promoters over there and let them know Winky Wright want to come over there and do some do some uh, commentating and do some things over there. I, I Fantastic. Love to come over there It'd be this, great. I mean, Winky, you know, you know, the the kind of the the format that the the broadcasters have got there. They tend to have a lot of pundits from an ex-boxing background, you know. So, uh-huh. you know, you, you know, you're with you'll your kind right of legacy, in. you'd fit in like you'll you know so in. easily, you know. And mm-hmm. uh, well, ready, it's great man. to hear. We, 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 you know, we'd be privileged to have a guy like you out here in the UK. You know, you showed a lot of love to the UK, and uh, and just yeah. want to say, look, uh, thank you so much. Thank, you know, thank you so much for joining us on the show, and we'll be really man. pushing for that. And no Winky, problem, do you want to shout man. your Twitter? Do you want to shout out how people can follow you? Yeah, man, come follow, come follow me. At, uh, at uh, Instagram, real Winky Wright, and 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 my Twitter, real Winky Wright, and uh, you know, and Facebook. Uh, I, from my Facebook, it is Winky Wright. Yeah. You know, so you know, look me up, man. Come follow me on all my social media. You know, I just started getting on it, so I want to have some. Y'all gonna see a lot of golfing on it because that's what <laughs> I do now. <laughs> Don't worry, we look yeah, forward to getting you over here again. Listen, as they said, come I think over, we go for yeah, a round. We, 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 we'll get you on a golf course and a, and a pint, as they say. So, Winky, again, it's been an honor having you on the show. Um, certified legend, you know. Um, you know, you've been supporting raps on TV since we've kind of been that's having right. this conversation. So, that's you know, right. we appreciate raps that. On TV, baby. Yeah, that's right. So, listen, Winky, have a good uh, evening, or I guess afternoon for you. Um, yeah. um, and you have a good afternoon, and we'll speak to you soon. 
All right, fellas, man, I appreciate y'all having me, man. All the fans in Europe, man, I appreciate y'all, man. Much love to all y'all for always sticking behind me. You know what I'm saying? I, like I said, I want to come over there and, and see y'all again. So let's make it happen. Call Fantastic. them promoters. Let them know Winky Wright want to come over there. 100%. Bring me 100%. back. 100%, man. Thank 100%, you. 100%, Winky. Good. Cheers. So take care, Winky. And uh, for, for, for all the listeners, uh, again, thank you for, diet, for, for listening to the show, for the future fans, everybody that called in. Appreciate it very much. Um, we're looking forward to um, hosting and keep talking boxing and talking more boxing news. So thank you very much. Don't forget to shout, follow us on Twitter and Raps on Raps on TV, Instagram Raps on TV, and Facebook Raps on TV. And Gary, yeah, follow me on Gary Logan sixty eight on Twitter and Gary Shogun sixty eight on Instagram. Thank you very much, guys. Have a good week and see you next week or love listen to our next y'all. week. Great <laughs> Cheers. Thank you.